Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. That's why I Good morning, and welcome <laughs> in to the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000. I got a little fired up. And streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. What potty mouth, David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. Here I'm on sorry, a I did not mean that. Deal Breakers uh, Thursday. Thank God for the dump button. Still to come, we'll have Deal Breakers. You'll never know what you get from Deal Breakers. you never know what you're going to get from Cap from uh, segment to segment. And nonetheless, it's now time for Shot or No Shot. And it's brought to you by the fine folks over at... Uh, Here's Shay Norland. Good morning, Secretariat. Get a good run in this morning, buddy. Get your ass back to TVG. You're, you're not running today. My God. There's no, there's no partner yet. Wait, he's he can't come out. He's just excited. No, we can't come out until there's a partner on the show. Again, we got valuable real estate here. Shot or no shot? But you know how horses get; they get a little excited. That's true. That's it. Do you, do you bet on horses that are a little jittery? Like yeah. you, you put the bet in, but then you see them and you know moving around. And he can't, he can't control them. Like, oh God, does that? Make you a little nervous? No, the ones that bother me are when they look really sweaty just before the race. Mm-hmm. They're a little washed out. They may have left their best work in the you know, little morning gallop that they get. Yes. I see. The Horses sweat? Yes. They glisten? You, see, you see them glistening and they mm-hmm. haven't been hosed down after the race? I'm talking before. They may be washed out. You know who else gets hosed down after the race? Cap. Yes, <laughs> no question about that. That was the old coach of me right there. I was fired up, man. By the way, that's $10 for the F word. That's $10. Unbelievable, really. If you did, if you missed it, if you're just joining us for Shot or No Shot, Cap had a little F-bomb slip on the air last segment. Because he had really talented effing players. Take I heard that. they're already they're in the Hall of Fame taking his plaque down as we speak. $10. Can't do that. Unbelievable. For Bernie'sBookBank.org. They got really talented effing players. Take that. Oops. I think I said something wrong there. You think? <laughs> Holy cow. What's the matter with you? Boy, oh, boy. Coach Kaplan, he comes out every now yeah, and then. because our producer, Jimmy Haslam, the owner of the Browns, he'd have a new coach every two years if he was an owner. Ah, <laughs> oh, what do you mean? Get him out. Get another one. Here's Shay Norling. How much do I owe? The Bears are finalists for the HBO hit show Hard Knocks. If you're not familiar, the show follows a team that meets a certain set of criteria throughout training camp. That criteria is missed playoffs in consecutive seasons, head coach in a second season or later, and haven't been on Hard Knocks in a decade. The other qualified teams besides the Bears, the Saints, the Jets, and the Commanders. Shot or no shot, the Bears are the best option for Hard Knocks. That's a shot. Justin Fields? This great fan base, we've never done it because they're so averse to doing that. Mm-hmm. Yes, that'd be amazing. You said the Texans and what were the other teams? Texans, uh, Commanders, no, Saints, Jets, and Commanders. Saints, Jets. None of other teams are really interesting. The criteria are haven't been to the playoffs in two years, haven't done the show, and you have to have a head coach second head season coach or later. Is, it has at least one year under his belt. Hmm. I would say the Bears are the best of that. I'm just looking at the teams. I don't know if there's anything as interesting and as compelling as the Bears out of that list. So I would say... Maybe the Jets with the Zach Wilson fiasco. That would be fun to watch. No, because if he's crappy or whatever, then they just move on. It's just... What's Solar going to say? Yeah. 
Salah going to say anything? No, I, I think the Bears are the absolute slam dunk number one choice. Justin is the thing. That's the thing. That's the, the shining star out of all of that I can see. Yeah. So I would say Bears. That would be a shot. That would be great. Brisker would be a star as long as the show. As long as it's the one preseason. Now, I don't want the season-long Bears. Oh, no, God. I want the in-season. Oh. Did anybody I watch the, the in-season Cardinals? I did not no. watch it. I did not. No. I'm not a hard knocks guy anyway. It, they, they don't ever tell you anything meaningful. You don't really get a lot. And then they focus on these guys who are not even going to make the 53-man roster that just get cut. That's Jack, the story. Jack Sanborn would be a star on the. But, but see, that's the story, though, Shay. It's not just about stars or X's and O's. It's, you're tell, you're, it's storytelling. Danny yeah, no, is that's, a huge hard knocks guy. I, mm-hmm. I know. I'm sure he's driving off the road right now. And I get it because. But my thing is, like, people watch Hard Knocks expecting insight on a team. You're not going to get insight. You're watching a TV show. Oh, that's in, inside the NFL, if you still watch that. That's where you get they your don't insight. don't do that show anymore. Still on. It is. Paramount. Well, I had no idea. It's not very good. I mean, it's James Brown, so it's solid. It's just that it's not like, it's not like, remember the old Edge NFL show you yes. see on Sunday mornings? Yes. You wake up, oh, Palantonio's on there. Sable got the old NFL. Oh, let's take a look. X's and O. You can learn about the game. I remember the old Inside the NFL. It was hosted by the late Len Dawson. Oh yeah, Nick Bonacani. I don't know if he's still alive. Mm-hmm. That was on. There were some really good people on that show. You learned the game that way. You did. It was very good. Yes, Shay. Nearly a year ago, Ryan Poles had his first draft as an NFL GM. Now the returns are starting to come out. Pro Football Focus released their all-rookie team. Bears had three players receive all-rookie honors. Jaquan Brisker, Braxton Jones, and Jack Sanborn. The Bears... Oh, Oh, God. The Bears did not have a first-round pick last year and still got all-rookie honors out of a second-round pick, a fifth-round pick, and an undrafted rookie free agent. So shot or no shot, this speaks to Poles' ability as a talent evaluator. Um, that's a shot. No, that, that that's a sideways shot at polls for asking that question. Is it not? No, I think it, he did a really nice job. If you don't have a first round pick, you get three rookies on the all rookie team. You did a really good job. I would I would say uh, I would say that that's a shot, Cap. Yeah, I would say that that is absolutely a shot. Yeah, yeah. I, like, how do the guys that were on previous? PFF all rookie teams fair. Mm-hmm. You know, look at that. You got to also look at the fact that a lot of teams aren't starting rookies. Mm-hmm. They get an occasional rookie. We had multiple spots where rookies got to play a lot. So I'm looking at some of the names that were on the 2020 all rookie PFF team. There's a few on there that are really really wonderful players, and some you're like. Who's that guy? Never heard of him again. So, <laughs> you know, Shay, here's the, the funny part of that, which you just asked. You know, you should have multiple players on that all-rookie team, especially when Poles said that the Bears led the NFL in rookie snaps by almost 1,000. <laughs> as far as how many, how many snaps these guys had, because you didn't have a lot of veteran talent on the team. So you better have multiple guys on that list. Right. Right? Totally I'm just glad great. it's like three of them that were draft eligible this year. Instead of like, because they signed a lot of scrap heap guys, and we knew what it was. They had almost 70% roster turnover. I mean, we knew what it was. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I still think anytime that you, like Braxton Jones playing every single snap. That speaks more to me to Braxton Jones having a motor and playing through injury. 
Like, and I'm not denigrating Tevin Jenkins' injuries. I'm sure they were serious. Mm-hmm. Tevin Jenkins is not known to be a guy who plays through being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Braxton Jones did. Yes. There were times he could have been called off when he got destroyed at left tackle by some of the elite pass rushers he had. To he lined up every snap. Yeah. There's a ton of tape on Braxton Jones. Yeah. You can evaluate and try to be able to fix whatever is the issue with him. If you were an offensive line coach, plenty of film, time after time after time. I'm excited about his future. I just don't know if he's a left tackle next year on a team hoping to ascend and take a step. Shay. All right, it's mock draft season. Yahoo Sports debuted their mock draft with the Bears standing pat and taking Will Anderson out of Alabama, number one overall. Mm -hmm. Shot or no shot, taking a defensive player with the top pick instead of finding a deal to trade down would be a failure. That's a no shot. You do what you want to do with that pick. Um, ideally, would you like to have more picks? Yes. But if you can't make a deal, you, you don't make a deal just for the sake of making a deal. If the deal is not right for you, then take the best that's on av- available on your board and move forward. Couldn't disagree with my partner more. That is a major fail. You're sitting at number one. You have... All these quarterback needy teams saying we've got to find a quarterback. You have Chris Ballard saying I'll move. I agree. I'd move heaven and earth to go get a quarterback. And you're just going to sit there and pluck one defensive player. If you don't turn the number one pick into multiple picks, that is a gross, gross failure in your job. Not a failure. You can't make anybody do anything. You can't make anybody trade with you. There's going to be multiple offers. Yeah, but you can't make anyone trade for you. I mean, it's got to be a, the right offer. Oh, you're offering me this? Okay, then I'll, I'll hike my skirt and just take whatever you're giving me. That's not how that works. It's, it's all about negotiation. It's not a major failure. If you can't get the, the job done, then get the best available. It's, it's not necessarily about the, the first pick as much as it is multiple picks. The number one pick is great. There's a value to that. But maybe down the line, if you're getting more picks and more value to, for those picks, I'm totally fine with it. It, but again, if if he comes to the press conference after the first round of the draft and says, well, we try to be able to make some maneuvers here, try to go down the draft, it just wasn't right for us, then I understand. Totally understand it. What am I going to do? Be mad? They got the number one pick in the draft. I'll take it. Absolutely. I but want you, some really good... Go ahead. Effing players on our roster. I, I, thought, I thought he was going to do it again. <laughs> yes. I really thought it was about to happen no. again. And I, yeah, I personally believe if he cannot trade that pick... To get me multiple picks or multiple players, and I get one guy in a draft with three quarterbacks that are going to go in the top seven, and I got the number one pick, and I have a quarterback. That is a gross dereliction of duty. No, it's not. A, that's now that's overstating. That's really an overstatement. You can't trade by yourself. Can't trade by yourself. Somebody's going to trade with you. Well, they'll try. They'll try. But if it doesn't work, are you going to come in the the next day on Friday? What a terrible job by polls. Couldn't get more. Probably will. Well, you know, then then that's a bad job by you because you don't know what's going on in that room. You don't know. You want that. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Can't you also say, though, that if you don't get the offers that you're really looking for, you didn't do a good enough job smoke screening? Like if everybody's lowballing you because they just know you have to trade that pick, then you didn't do a good enough job thinking – Making people think you might do something different. That, that absolutely could factor in. That it. could factor into it. Absolutely. I think that's, I think that's uh, well said. 
But at the same time, though, like you again, you can't make these deals. You can't make anybody trade anybody. Can't do it. You have to be able to have a dance partner. I'm going out there. I'm going to go to prom by myself, and I'm just going to dance. You look kind of awkward dancing by yourself. Um, dance with someone. Find somebody. Stop. Yeah, it's like, we're already putting this stamp on them now. If you don't do more on day one, dereliction of duty, bad job. Absolutely not. Let's take a look at the totality of the draft and see what he does for the draft. See what he does. Day one is going to be big, but the entire draft I'm looking forward to. Uh, Sonny Weaver Jr., man, he sprinkled some fairy dust and he came back with not one, not two, three impactful players for his roster. That's what I want. Shay. And ultimately, that movie was about Johnny Manziel. That movie was so, awesome. so, so he failed. Phenomenal. Go ahead. Oh, I mean, the movie to you might be phenomenal, but ultimately, the whole movie is based on Johnny Manziel. How'd that work out? Coming up next, we go around the NFL. Stories from around the NFL we'll get to. And don't forget, it's a Deal Breakers Thursday on Captain J. Hood. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Captain J. Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. Nick Foles sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and he pulls out. This is a really thickly built guy. I mean, what's the answer you're looking for on these things here? Huh? And it's time to go around the National Football League. On Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Don't forget, we got deal breakers coming up at 9.35 here. And Cap and I have a special announcement for you coming up at 9. So stay by your listening device. Here are a special announcement coming up at 9 o'clock here on Chicago's Home for Sports. But more on the NFL, here's Shay Norley. Shay? Well, there's uh, really one place to start here. Tua Tagovailoa will not play for the Miami Dolphins this weekend. That has moved the betting line from what was 9.5 in favor of the Bills to 13 in favor of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Dolphins probably going to get sledgehammered out of this. But the question really is, is Tua's career over? That's certainly a discussion he and I would have if I was his father. Son. This is your brain we're talking about here. It's not like you've had three knee operations and they can replace the knee when you're done playing football. This is our our brain we're talking about, correct? You are, what, 25? Mm -hmm. God willing, you got another 60, 70 years to live. It will be no quality of life to go through it not knowing where you are or what city you're in or remember anything. I would seriously have a discussion with him about retirement. I would. Um, I would talk to him about it, but, you know, I'm no dream killer. If Tua feels like he can still play, let him play. But he has two concussions that we know of. Correct. Who else? What else did he suffer in Alabama or even with the Dolphins? We did Things that we don't know. And that's what would concern me about drafting Bryce Young. Very slightly built. I know Drew Brees was small, but he was strong, man. We had him in this studio. He's a put-together dude. Yeah. So, very, very concerning. Shay. All right, there is more to this hoodie. Skylar Thompson is going to start for the Dolphins in Buffalo this weekend. That's a mess, too. 
How about this, Cap? Skylar Thompson. You know where he played? Kansas no. State. Wow. Would you like to see hear the numbers of uh, Skylar Thompson in college? Sure. So, now, a, a drafted uh, in the seventh round, mm-hmm. Skylar Thompson. At K-State, Cap, uh, as a freshman, five touchdowns, three interceptions. As a sophomore, nine touchdowns, four interceptions. As a junior, 12 touchdowns, five interceptions. As a senior, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, in his fifth year with K- K-State, 12 touchdowns, four interceptions. That's 42 touchdowns as a college quarterback. And he's starting in the National Football League. In the playoffs. Scary. Okay, so my question to you and Shay is, how did he get in the NFL? <laughs> yeah, he must have showed something at a combine or an individual workout where they felt like we could develop this young man into a competent backup. 42 touchdowns, 60 interceptions. As a talent evaluator, you'd look at that and say, first of all, hold on a second. You're a five-year senior. In a good program. And it's like 42 and 16 is your ratio? But yet, he's going to be in a playoff game. It's amazing how fate works. But you know better than me. K-State's a solid program. Sure. It's fine. So Meh. It's, it's yeah, fine. It's meh. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, they were in the Sugar Bowl for crying out loud. Yeah, but every, I mean, college teams have good years. It's not, I mean, it's not a program. No, but they, every year, they're not like Kansas prior to this year where they were an embarrassment. Sorry, Danny. Just think that's interesting. Like, how did he get in this spot? Right. Got in this spot because of injuries. Or you can have him as a developmental guy or Nathan Peterman and Tim Boyle. That's true. Shay. By the way, you asked how these guys get in the league. You just ask somebody like Eddie on the north side who wants this Tanner McKee out of Stanford <laughs> in the first round. <laughs> That's right. I don't um, know, guys. It's Skylar Thomas. He's pretty good. It's Skylar Thomas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Go ahead. The last bit on the Dolphins, and we will move on. I, whether you care about this reporting or not, I didn't find it particularly compelling, but I do feel like we have to bring it up. Dolphins likely to get sledgehammered in Buffalo, and it's been reported they could consider firing Mike McDaniel. That's a little sudden. Unless there's a guy that's waiting in the wings. Fox is Sean Payton. Correct. Now, if they're going to fire Mike McDaniel, he must have done something egregious Go against the doctors, force Tua back on the field. And I don't think that's the case from everything I've read. He did not do anything of the like, that they cleared him and he played. So if they're going to fire him, it's got to go deeper than just on-field performance because he's navigated a tough situation now. How many different coaches are they going to have with the Miami Dolphins, for God's sakes? It's like Shane Norling. He owned the Dolphins. We can just call him Stephen Ross producing the show. No, it's not. Listen, me wanting to fire the offensive coordinator who ruined a first-round quarterback pick and had the worst red zone offense is very reasonable. He's a clown. Firing McDaniel is unfair. You can back him on Patricia, though, can't you? I mean, he's still got a pencil in his ear with a laminated sheet. You don't need a pencil if you have laminated sheet. Right? Cody, he's a smart guy. He watches 16 <laughs> hours of tape. If he watches that much tape, he should be better. He sucks. Get out. Enough. You watch the Lions for a long time. You got to understand, right? You got to understand his angst. Watch the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mess. And by the way, Shay, sit up in your seat, by the way, when you do this. Yeah. Try and be professional, yes. would you? Thank you. Shay. Show a little decorum. Uh, Lamar <laughs> Jackson. 
likely not going to play. He's a long shot to start for the Baltimore Ravens in Cincinnati this weekend. Is he just protecting the bag? No, I think that's unfair. I think that's unfair. That's a serious injury that he has right there. That's what I believe. Correct. Because if he's protecting the bag, other teams will look at him. It's like, so you could have played and you didn't because you were mad at Baltimore. And I know that there's a disconnect there based on his subtweeting and congratulating the other team when the Ravens lost. It was kind of bizarre behavior on social media. No, I think that's a serious enough injury. If he could play, he'd be out there. I will never question a professional athlete's commitment to his craft and to want to win. To say he's protecting the bag so he won't play in a playoff, no shot. No chance. And with that, we would get word. Well, the doctors think he's cleared. No chance. Here's Shay Norlet. Uh, Hoodie, David Shaw's getting interviewed in Denver. Speaking of Stanford people, the head coach, longtime head coach at Stanford, who really has kept that program alive since Harbaugh left, you getting know, looked at for the Broncos job. The, you know, I, I think that that's very interesting that they would at least talk to him. I think, Cap, if you I could be mistaken, but the last few years, people have wondered, could David Shaw be a head coach in the National Football League? It's not because Stanford's going to any national championships, but Shaw comes across as that CEO type that can be able to uh, harness a, a franchise. Now, I guess a step up in class in the NFL, but the temperament, the demeanor, how smart that guy is, I think he should get a shot at some point. Agreed. I think he stayed too long at Stanford. It just ran its course. It's the way the world is today, and it's a very tough job. Very tough playing against quality opponents and you've got a high academic standards higher than anyone else in the conference it's a tough job it's time for him to take another bite at the apple and this time in the nfl yeah he's 50 years old uh 96 and 54 career record over 12 seasons and as you mentioned you know people how come northwestern can't be at the top of the big 10 every well i mean it's one thing you try to get the horses but the academic um the, the academics are pretty stringent at Stanford, Northwestern, schools like that. So it's you, you may not be getting the top of the top, but you're getting quality athletes and smart guys. So it's not this is not to cast any aspersions of Ohio State or Georgia or any other place, but it's a different type of athlete you're getting, is it not? Completely agree. Uh, you can go ahead and do it, too, honestly, because we can be frank. The kids who go to Michigan wouldn't get in as students. <laughs> wow. It's true at Michigan State, too. It's true at most places. Northwestern just holds himself to a higher standard. I remember Northwestern's basketball coaches telling me when we would take the top 200 prospects in the country, you'd look at the list. At Northern, we couldn't get 99.9%. There'd be a rare Kenny battle that we had an in on and we could get. And they would look, and he would take a red pen and go, can't get in, can't get in, can't get in. And out of the 200, 160 of them can't get into school. Because they live in a different world. Hats off to them. I would have twisted a couple arms there. You know the Tommy Amaker story. Do you know that? Tommy Amaker literally interviewed for the job. Yeah. Brought two resumes with the names whited out, the transcripts. Yeah. He's in with the search committee. They're offering him the job. Yep. He's the assistant at Duke at the time. Mm -hmm. He puts the two transcripts down. He said, can these two guys get in school here? Uh, no, no chance. He said, well, you just turned down Hurley and Leitner. I'm out. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) So you want me to compete with Duke, but I can't have Duke players. I'm out. And he left. Think about that. It's a true story. That's a hell of a thing to do, by the way, in the interview process. 
That's a man confident about him, his, yeah. <laughs> himself. And that is around the NFL right here on ESPN 1000. Coming up next, Danny's going to put money in your pocket, and then we'll have deal breakers right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. Captain and Hood. Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. We all have to make choices in sports and in life. It could be running on third down. You ran the same third down situation, and you ran the same play twice. You're getting paid for that. I cannot believe the call. Or managing finances. This country, you've got to make the money first. Or... It could be a deal breaker. I'm Doug Llewellyn, and this is the case here on People's Court of the Wrong Show. It's not Doug Llewellyn? It is not. No Judge Wapner? No Wapner. No Rusty the Bailiff? No Rusty, no Judge Judy. It is Deal Breakers with Snorling. Brought to you by... That is brought to you by... Snorling. S-E-O. Level up. My guy, Tommy Seilheimer. Go to SEOLevelUp.com if you would like to get your search engine optimization for your company where it needs to be. Trust me, they're the best. SEOLevelUp.com. Snorling. All right, boys, let's get started with Deal Breakers. Your partner suggests that you should turn your marriage into an open relationship. I saw this story in the New York Post. You agree reluctantly, but set ground rules that you will be forthright about any other partnerships. You'll be honest with each other. You'll let each other know what's going on when you're going on dates, whatever you're doing. Your partner is later fired from their job for hooking up with coworkers, and you weren't aware of any of it. Do you leave? Hooking up with coworkers. Wow, sloppy. Not, not even going out to fish and, and go out in the real world. Just in the office, huh? Is this the police officer? Correct. Police woman. Yes. So go ahead. Yeah. She was uh, amorous with multiple other officers. Yes. Six uh, of them. Yeah. She was She was get, going to pound town. Is that what you said? She was a... Uh, Listen, respect the game, man. She was... <laughs> but she had hold a the count. Talent. Pick a better spot. Don't, yeah. don't blank where you eat. Yeah, I agree I, with that. Yeah, I'd be gone. I would not participate in the said open marriage, so I'd be gone then. Absolutely. But if you were in one where you agreed and will be honest and forthright about what happened and find out that six of her fellow officers are uh, lined up, yeah, no. no. What, do you mean, li- what do you mean lined up? I don't understand. She was a talented person, apparently. What was her talent? Shay. Not th- you're not going to have a conversation with me about this? What was her talent? Go ahead. She was orally proficient. Good God. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) what are we doing? (laughs) Good God. I tried to keep it clean. (laughs) I don't know if that was clean. That was so clean. It might have been more dirty than if you had just said something we had to dump. That was horrifying. I didn't like that at all. (laughs) I enjoyed it. Very good. Very good, Cap. You all right, pal? Yeah, I'm good. So she was a dentist? No. Talking about her hygiene? Is that oral hygiene? Is that what you're talking about? So okay. she, so this is no, so you, so we're not going to have a conversation? I don't know. You're going to get me in trouble. How? I'm just having a conversation with you. You don't want to talk to me? That's fine. I want to talk to you. All right. Well, let's talk about it. So what do you think of that? What if she was one of your coworkers? Not here, GM. Ha, ha, ha.
<laughs> I'm just asking the question. It's just two dudes talking. That's it. So? Yeah, with four million people listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a deal breaker. Of course, I agree with you. There would be the open marriage thing is just not going to work. And not, then on, on, on top of that, just like so, this is what you do. You're you're an officer. Correct. Mm, you need to focus. Two eleven in progress. Oh, I'm in biz. Right <laughs> <laughs> Listen, then you're in TMZ. You've seen those articles. Yes. Wow. Don't talk with your mouth full. A lot of police officers get into business and forget to turn the radio off. Maybe just turn the radio off. Again, respect the game. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't crap where I eat. But Weird. I respect your game. Just shut the radio off. Keep it a little more private. Shut the radio off. They never did that on Adam 12, did they? One Adam 12. No answer. <laughs> no answer. One Adam 12. Cat in a tree. One Adam 12. Whew. All right, I'm back. <laughs> Shay, you have a sibling who is, for lack of a better term, a deadbeat. They constantly struggle to find a steady job. They have nothing but dead-end relationships, live paycheck to paycheck, as opposed to your successes both personally and financially. When your mother passes away, though, she leaves 90% of the estate to your sibling because of the inequities. How do you react to this? It's a deal breaker for the family. Or one of your siblings? Right, if she's already passed away, it's not like you can air your grievances. Well, not not with the, the person who passed away, but definitely this. Well, here's the thing. So in that situation, so the person's dead. You can't argue with a corpse. So you just be bitter because you didn't get, you only got 10%. And the other and the other sibling got 90 Is that as you just said, right? All right, well, let's make an alteration. She's on uh, she's on the deathbed. She's okay. in hospice, as okay. Cap would say. Okay. And you get a hold of the will, and you see 90% of the estates go into your sibling because of your inequities. You're more successful, so you deserve less. Mm, well, well, it's a nil, not a deal breaker with someone on their deathbed because they're going to be passing away soon. Correct. I'm going to be mad and bitter with someone in the bed. Right. You're just trying to make them comfortable. Correct. I mean, you, you're probably pissed off about it internally, but what else can you say? And I'm sure there's a back and forth between if it's a brother-sister situation where it's like, I can't believe that you got all this and I got nothing. Well, I would think that before the person was on their deathbed, yeah. that you would have had the discussion. Like, my kids know if I go, here's how it's going. Right. Period. Mm-hmm. I treat them equally. Yeah. But if I wasn't... I just want you to know I don't respect the choices that you've made, and I don't trust what you're going to do with what I'm leaving you, so I'm leaving 90% of it to so-and-so. It sucks, but do you stop talking to the sibling in that spot? It's not the sibling's fault. It's what the person who passed away, who's going to pass away, did. Correct. It's It's not your sibling. Correct. They didn't do it. Correct. What if they did do it? What if they convinced mom to make a change in the will? And mom was not of sound mind and body, then you're going to court. Yep. It's a mess. Yep. Been there. Snorling. It's tough. You and your tough girlfriend stuff. are moving in together, but there's a situation that needs to be resolved before you do. She's allergic to dogs, not to the point of like actively endangering her health, but enough that she'll constantly be battling sinuses and hives. She tells you before you move in, you need to get rid of your dog. She's out. Deal breaker. See you later. Gone. I'm a dog person. My dogs are as important as anyone in the family. Sorry, you're out. The dog has some issues, but how old is the dog? 
Shay, how old is the dog in that spot? It's just a normal dog. Five, four, five. Got a long life left. You've been with it a while. Is she hot? That's up to you, Hoodie. <laughs> she's your girlfriend. She's be- beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Well, I don't know if this, she's just a stopover. Is he a layover or? Can't possibly be. You're thinking about moving in together. Things are pretty serious. That's the implication here. You know, there's a lot of uh, ways to go that in that direction, Shay. This could be the, she's my roommate because I need her to split half the rent. That helps right. financially. Or I'm in love with her and I want to take it to the next level. Yes, that's what I don't know. I would not get rid of my dog. I would not. You always will choose the dog over a hot woman or your girlfriend. I would not get serious with someone if she was not all into dogs with me. Like, my wife huh? and I both love our dogs. Mm-hmm. And there's no chance that I would have married someone who said, yeah, I hate dogs. I, I'm allergic. I'm not having them. Okay? And I'm out. Right. It would never progress to the next level. Because the dog is part of you. Correct. I see. I see. Charlie agrees. He agrees. He gives you a big a big old yawn. He goes, I agree. Thank you, Charlie. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> yep, she's out. Uh, yes, not the dog. How about that, Shay? I mean, so what about you and, and Mrs. Norling? We're both dog people. We have a dog, big ass dog, hundred pound dog. We love. But she was into dogs too. She, I was not into dogs. I'd never had one. Okay, and I always kind of wanted one, but I just had never had one. And then she was a dog family, so okay. she said. When we get married, we're going to get a dog. And I didn't know what to expect, but now I can't imagine life without one. So, yeah, if, it, if God forbid, I were in the market again and a girl said she didn't want to have dogs in the house, you're out. I'm going to have dogs in the house. Like this whole retirement thing from TV. Mm-hmm. I come home in the afternoon and all three are waiting by the door for me now. Absolutely. It's amazing. Yep. We watched it's Law your companion, and Order. man. We watched Law and Order yesterday. We watched Tulsa King. I finished that season, and they were all there sitting watching with me. Something I never understood. I always thought it was really odd, like people who would be friends with their dogs. And then I got a dog, and it's like, I understand that level of companionship. I understand being friends with an animal. Like, that makes sense to me now. I can't imagine not having that. It's the greatest. There you go. There you go. Hello, Spot. How are you, pal? That'd be either Yoshi, Sparky, or Stanley for me. Can you, can you tell the difference between the barks? I mean, oh, what, yeah. what do you mean? Sparky doesn't bark a lot. Mm-hmm. Stanley does not stop barking. Yoshi, he's gotten older. He's over 15. Mm-hmm. He doesn't bark as much. He'll give you a little whine here or there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can tell. So, Stan- <laughs> so Stan- Stanley's more like you. Yes. I see. They both lose to the Wizards last night. Also, two is out for the Dolphins. Lamar Jackson, a long shot to play for the Baltimore Ravens. We're in the middle of deal breakers. Do we have another? Do we have another? Got one more, yeah. All right, we'll get to that coming up next. And don't forget, we got a special announcement coming your way at 9 o'clock. Captain J. Hood, weekday mornings at 7.